Um, I'm here at uh, Casual Connect in Seattle, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Rick Marizani. I'm the Director of Content and Programming for Accent. Okay. And what's what's Accent on? So Accent is the world's largest games-on-demand distributor. So what that means is we take PC download casual games, and we distribute them uh, all over the world to people for one low price. So they pay a flat fee of, say, $15 or $20 a month for all the PC games they'd like to play. We have over 1,800 games in the catalog from all genres and all categories. And we like to say that we have a broadband connection to the family PC, meaning that we have you know, kids that play, there's mom that plays, you know, dad, junior, the whole family. So even though most of our business is casual games, because that's how PC gamers play, we have something for everybody. So when they want to play Clifford the Big Red Dog, or they want to play Age of Empires, that game's there when they're done playing Plants vs. Zombies. And so it's kind of like a service then. Um, yes. It's always on, on their PC. Exactly. Well, no one's ever heard of us. Accent is the service behind services like Verizon Games, the Quest Qzone, the Frag service on T-Mobile Check, and uh, Free Ride Games, which is a variant of our service that is ad-supported rather than uh, paid subscription. So it's the same uh, type of distribution, PC games, uh, large catalog, but the games are monetized with ads. So with the Verizon service, so that's not on the cell phone, that's on the PC or something? So th this happens uh, uh, frequently. In, Verizon's really big in broadband yeah. access. Fios is, in California, no one's ever heard of Fios, but where they have Fios, it's the, you know, the coolest killer broadband service. So we power uh, the games for their broadband services. So not, not so, so maybe, gotcha. so some of the big companies that already offer broadband might offer your service on top of their broadband. Yes, we're a value-added service. So when you call to order HBO or when you uh, upgrade your access line from DSL to Fios, the operator says, would you like 1,800 games on demand with that? And that's primarily how we're sold. And where can, so where can developers benefit from this um, in terms so of... Developers benefit because we have a large, diverse catalog. We're not wedded to one game mechanic or one game type, and that we do service the entire family. And interesting to note that 99% of the games in our service get played in every pay period, which means every game makes some money. And the better your game is, the more gameplay there is, the more money your game makes. So is the amount of money that a game makes dependent on how much time is spent on it or how many plays there are? Or how it, it's based on time played. So if you have a very deep, sticky game that uh, has lots of gameplay and someone comes back, you're going to make lots of money. If you have a short, disposable or consumable experience, you're not going to make as much money. And we have some games, you know, we have all sorts of games, but you know, a hidden object game that's you know, designed you know, to be you know, cheap and try and buy only has a few hours of gameplay is going to make much less than a, a big, replayable match three game. And we have some games, Grognard War Games, that someone might play that game an hour and a half per session. Whereas if they're playing a really light game, they're going to play it for five minutes. And what about multiplayer games? Is that even allowed in the service, or how does that work in, in online they're, games? They're the full PC games, so if they're multiplayer in the PC SKU, you know, if you want to play uh, Age of Empires multiplayer, you can play it against your friends who also have Age of Empires over the net. And so if a developer's interested, and are you focused on kind of, you know, the, the names that you bring up are some of the more traditional or bigger box titles. Are you even focused on indie games or smaller game developers, or is that something? So we actually have a large number of indie games. Uh, 
some of the competitions or our indie releases because we know that they serve a need in our community. So, someone might not have paid 20 bucks for it you know, on Steam, they're never going to see it at Walmart, but uh, when they see it in our catalog, they know there's one more game for them to play. And if, even if it's a portion of our audience, uh, I need to make sure there's always, for every member of our audience, one more game to play at the end of the month. Because I win when their subscription is extended to one more month. So on the 30th, I want Mom to have one more game to play. I need Junior to have one more game to play. Even better, I want the person who pays the bill, the, who pays their cable bill or telco bill, to know that everyone in the family has one more game to play. And every month, I want to add to that list so that they keep their subscription forever. And can you talk about the breakdown? Should Would a developer be more successful if they've already done casual games? Or are you looking for games for kids? Are you looking for games for teenagers? What's We're looking for good games. You know, on our service, you're going to make the most money when the game's fun. And uh, you're not going to get a lot of featuring and programming, you know, you're, you know, putting the game in front of our audience, unless we know it's going to delight and entertain them. So if your game will delight and entertain some portion of our audience, it could be a hardcore baseball sim. But someone is going to love that game. And we'll warn them, you know what? Go play backyard baseball if you want simple. But if you want spreadsheet, you're going to play out of the park 10. So uh, we can warn our audience, but we prefer mass market titles because we know that that's going to have the biggest impact. Not necessarily girl titles or titles for old ladies, but titles like uh, Jewel Quest or Zuma that we know will have broad appeal. And um, does the developer then have to modify their game and to, to make it work with your service? Or so we do all that. We have a lab with uh, 50 guys in it, and we, have, we send it to the lab, and they wrap the game in our DRM, and the DRM keeps track of the gameplay, logs into the subscription, and uh, reports the gameplay so that we can you know, pay people based on the gameplay. So they send us the build, and we do all the work to encode it. And what about Flash games and some of this online stuff? So that would be a different market than what you're trying to serve. So our main line of business, which is the PC subscription, uh, is just that. It's PC executables. Flash games are interesting because they're more portable. Uh, Mac users can play them. They'll work on uh, uh, in a browser. And we're looking for ways to help monetize those, those as well based on gameplay. And we think our business model is pretty good by rewarding how fun a game is based on you know, the amount of time played. And do you have like a set payment that you'll pay out like every hour that it's played? You have those published or does that vary? Your minutes are, of gameplay are compared to everyone else's minutes. So if you have half the minutes of gameplay in the pool, you're going to get half the money in the pool. If you only have one minute of gameplay and there's millions in the pool, you're going to make a penny or less. Um, and where can developers find out more or even submit their game or figure out if their game's even... Um, a good match for your service. So uh, we have a number of partners already. We have uh, 70 publishing partners. Uh, we really encourage you to talk to them because they have an established relationship with us. Guys like iWin who already give us 20 games a month. They have dedicated marketing slots. They know our lab system. It's really easy for you to integrate with us by sending them the game. If you so, want to so ask your publisher directly if they support yes, please. you. But if you think the game's really good and you want to get more attention, ping me as well and ask me for the introduction. And uh, the more I like the game, the, the more excited about it I'll be in that introduction. I'll introduce you no matter what. But if it's a hell of a game and I must have it, I'll make sure I convey that to whoever your publishing partner is. If it's Brandon and I, when I say, Brandon, I need this game. 
And where can, what's the website that people can check out to so find out more? No, like I said, no one's heard of Xcent, but we do have a really cool website. It's www.exent.com. To find out more about us, if you want to see what our service looks like in action, you can go to verizongames.com or freeridegames.com to see the ad-supported service. Great. Thank you very much.